All right, friends, before we start the show, I wanted to let you know that I have a new class available. It's called Press Start on Your Brand Messaging. This class is designed, it's Zelda theme, and it is designed to help you develop your message through a messaging algorithm that I give you through the course of your journey. We have to pick a character. We have to pick a path. We pick your what victory looks like. And then we start talking about some very serious stuff in terms of the, you know, navigating through the wilderness of entrepreneurship or freelancing. And then we come across the big boss battle of dealing with the drama triangle and challenging and going through to the empowerment dynamic. Then we develop your message and you can use that message at networking events and be able to give your one sentence elevator pitch and and say like, I help X do Y. And the people are like, oh my God, that's great. That's fantastic. How do I learn how to do more of that? So uh, go to bit.ly slash start message to press start on your brand messaging right now. Go do it, please. I love you. Okay. Hey everybody, C-Note here and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is like a car crash. Entertaining. Today on the show, we're talking about the four keys to entertainment or being entertaining, rather. The four ways to be entertaining, something to that effect. Um, it is a concept that I pulled from Personality Hacker's recent episodes on how to be an influencer. Um, episodes one and two are up on their website, so you can go check those out. And um, really, it's about identity purpose, focus, and connection. And uh, let's break it down here on Dopamine. Let's go. Drums, please. All right, friends, welcome to the show. Hope you guys are doing okay. As always, I hope life is good. You know, things happen. Sometimes life's not okay. That's cool, too. It's fine to be whatever you need to be right now. That's why we're here, to talk about life, to talk about things, to try to fix our lives, and um, at least have patience a little bit. One of the things that stuck out to me recently is um, having impatience with action and patience with results. So if you're having a little bit of a struggle with waiting for things to work out, kind of like I am at the moment, then... It's part of the path, especially if you're doing big things. You're trying to do things that are going to be of a lasting effect in your life. It's it's going to take work. It's going to take time. You got to trudge through the woods, uh, and some of that involves you know still continuing to make adjustments and learning new things. And for me, something clicked recently as to what entertaining or being entertaining actually is, and that there are really four keys to being entertaining, or at least. The way that I define it, there are four ways to be entertaining and um, really starts from identifying like some of your natural strengths and identifying who you are as an identity and being comfortable with that. Now, that's a challenge in and of itself, right? Like all of these things. I'm not saying these four keys are easy. I'm not saying these are four steps. I'm saying these are four things that can be really helpful to work on and somewhat sequentially, honestly, 
is this idea of identity, purpose, focus, and connection. And those four things are also synonymous with what I am teaching in my Brand Blaster course, which is messaging, brand, marketing, and sales. Um, sales or value. Really, it's value. But um, the idea is that sequentially, this is really how you get to where you want to be when you're trying to be a creative entrepreneur or freelancer, uh, a creative self-employed person, whatever that term is. There's a term there, I'm sure. Uh, creative professional. That's I don't know. You could be working for a job if you say that too. But um, you know, for me, since I've since I've been resting into my sort of logical thinking and my personal sense of rationality, because I've had a trouble, I have, I've had difficulties with that when I was a kid of accepting and understanding the idea that I am someone that is worthy of just being the way I need to be, right? That uh, I, I just kind of was surrounded by a world of sensory judger types and everything was like kind of systemized or there was a lot of emotion around me. Um, there was a lot of value around emotional experiences. And that is just not the way that I ever thought I was always a natural calibrator to how somebody would, uh, would need to adjust to a reality that they're not facing. And that's uncomfortable for people. That's uncomfortable if you're, especially if you're inelegant with it. And you're just a young kid that's telling people that they're wrong, <laughs> but um, which is not helpful. But for me, as I've rested into that logical thinking or my TI in the Myers-Briggs system, that this being my superpower, which hasn't, it hasn't been very long that this has been my superpower or that I've understood that this is my superpower, I should say, that um, I've, I've only really started to realize how valuable that is to lean into as a powerful tool to like, I can coach people with this. I can connect to people with this. This is my connection tool. And I think as a thinker, it can sometimes feel as though you need to be overly emotional to connect. That connection is unique to an emotional experience. And I'm here to tell you that's not the case. It's just a matter of what your identity is and understanding your identity and understanding who you are, who you were born to be, you know, who you were, you know, what you were given by God, the universe, Allah, whatever, right? Or just by existence, uh, you know, what your brain wiring is. And I think that's what's so powerful about the Myers-Briggs understanding is that it has allowed me to just say, like, this is who I am. This is what I am. I, I really need to stop trying to adapt to what other people think I should be and really trust who I am and trust myself and trust my logical thinking and really understand my logical thinking more. It's not about just saying like, yeah, I can tell people that they're being a jerk and, you know, be direct. Um, but it's about being intelligent with that usage, right? It's about understanding and helping people calibrate between some of the ideas of belief and truth and really making sure that those streams don't cross, which I'm going to do a future episode about belief and truth um, soon, but it's not something I'm going to go into here. So, you know, for me to understand that my mode of thinking is valuable, that I'm not just reciting information, but I can apply it to context, share my personal stories and use information as a connection tool. And that's what this podcast has been. That's what a lot of my YouTube videos have been. So some of you may have come over from my YouTube channel where I've been doing a lot of INTP specific content and really helping INTPs to connect to themselves and understand their superpower as ATI dominant. 
and um, really seeing that this has been a game changer for me. It's not that it's blasted me into success, but it's blasted me into happiness. And I feel like I'm going in a good forward direction. I've got, you know, the best partner of my life. I've got really, really great, really great things going for me and a mental space that is less cluttered and less angry and less upset by the world around me and understanding a little bit more of my natural role. Right. So, um, so with all of that, like, you know, there are some things that, uh, are still a challenge for me. You know, humility has been a struggle, uh, to slow down and take time to learn the right way to attract attention, to not skip steps and to build this labor of love brick by brick in this podcast with the YouTube channel, with my coaching, with creating classes, which all of the stuff that I'm trying to do, it's an incredibly daunting task and, but I'm willing to take it on and I'm going to continue taking it on. So right now I'm making, uh, making, I've had actually just finished making a lead magnet course around messaging called, uh, press start on your brand messaging, which you can go check out at bit.ly slash start message. And that is a, a, a mini course created to collect email addresses and do email marketing the right way and give people value and really help them using all of these systems that I've collected in my mind and connecting them and taking people through this path, right? So in the past, I've skipped over it due to personal stubbornness, like this path of creating a mini course and collecting emails and all this stuff. But, you know, it's still the best way to directly connect with an interested audience. So I never thought I could do it, but because I mostly because I didn't think I was entertaining enough, right? I didn't think that I had the feeler chops to connect with people and to be interesting or to be funny. Uh, I spent a lot of my life trying to be funny because if people don't like you, then the best way that you can try to get them to like you is to be funny. <laughs> but, but you know, that's when it's like kind of prompted me to ask, like, but how do we define entertainment? And for me, it's, you know, these key four ideas that I'm about to kind of share a little bit is that, you know, at first the email pathway I'm working on allows for more intentional and clear expression of my identity with my content and internet consumption. So it's allowing me to focus on what I'm doing and focus on giving intentional and clear ideas of what I want to put out there in the universe, right? I'm not just ranting and raving on Twitter about something that's completely meaningless, it's all in some way connected to what it is that I'm trying to connect audiences to, which are some of my ideas to my courses, to, you know, my content. And then I'm not just scrolling and trying to consume random stuff, right? That, um, there's, I'm surrounding myself with people that are going to feed me and then I'm going to be able to feed them in return, uh, good stuff. Right. So, you know, with that, I show up with a purpose not to spam people, but to, to not wander, aimlessly on the internet looking for like a chemical hit, right? So intentional action is the first thing to consider when attempting to be entertaining and to, to make someone smile, laugh, feel love, or take action as an expression of your identity. And what you're trying to put out there is so valuable, so important. And um, that's really the idea of intentional action. So whether you are a TI dominant thinker like I am, or you're an emotional connector, you know, using whatever it is that is your, your strength and being intentional about putting it out there, I think is going to be really the first key to being entertaining in some sort of way. Right. So secondly, I've accepted that I really want to be wealthy and I've never actually said it out loud. 
like I've, I've said it out loud recently, but this is like the first time I'm saying it publicly on the internet <laughs> that I want to be a wealthy person. And I've never actually said it in, in, in a forward motion intentional. This is my goal kind of way. And for me accepting that and, and not, you know, not faking it, not pretending like, Oh yeah, that's, that's for losers. That's, you know, whatever, but like to be wealthy and to be rich, right? I like, I want money and that's okay. I want some stuff, but not all the stuff that I want needs to be like, it's not about flaunting and status, but it's about just, I want to make sure my fridge is full. (laughs) I want to make sure that Molly and I can go out to dinner and I can take her to go do things and we can enjoy our lives more, right? It's not about wasting the money because I want to do good things with it too. Like I want to continue to promote good growth and health and helping people to be better people and having more money allows me to do that at a larger scale, right? That helps to build businesses and to contribute to the to reality in a larger way. So, you know, saying it out loud and accepting that as a freelancer, I, I can't do that by trading money for my time. So it's kind of shifting my mentality. Thanks to the words of Naval uh, Remicant, Revicant, I forget his last name. And, um, you know, that means like to scale, to work smarter and harder, I need to find the right robots, the right people and live by a more modest means, you know, for now. And even when I'm wealthy and scaling, like that means I can't abuse the money that I do get and I have to kind of keep moving forward. Right. So to be honest about where I'm headed and what my intentions are is defining my purpose. So what I'm working on is molding my energy to be a source of generating wealth, but also a to to be a resource generating sort of energy, but also a connecting energy and by delivering information and advice with care and joy, right? So that's really important to just be honest with you about what you feel your purpose is. And part of your purpose is being okay with wanting to make money and and it's not get rich quick. It means wealthy. It means slowly, slow burning over time and consistently and just a kind of wealth that is amassing money quietly, right? You don't need to flaunt it. You don't need to share it with people. You're not about trying to convince someone that your value is higher um, because you have money, but your value is higher because you are an honest expression of your identity, right? Which is the first key. So that second key is about being honest about your path, uh, being honest about your purpose and being honest about where you're going and where you'd like to be, what your big, hairy, audacious goals are. And for me, that's, that's to be wealthy. That's honestly, I want to be, I want to convert my energy to one that is consistently generating resources and connecting to people by delivering information and advice with care and joy. And then thirdly, I've, I've spent a decade supporting entertainment and local TV in, in two counties in San Diego and Philadelphia. And then I worked in film marketing in Santa Monica and, uh, I've seen corporations try to be entertaining over and over again. I've seen what works and what doesn't. And it's sometimes it's real sad <laughs> to see, um, people not connecting people in industries and companies often led by the leaders who are trying really hard to pander to an audience that they don't use their natural connective strengths and sort of miss the mark. You know, I find that when that, what connects, I find that, um, trying to find the right ways to say this. I find that what people connect to energetically is what they find entertaining. And that's really, really important to consider. And that is 
all about focus, right? And for me, that's my focus to help people connect with their people through their media, right? So that's number three, focus. Focus is about where you are putting your message, where you are putting your um, ideas, where everything is going and who you're trying to connect to, right? So focus is more of like the attempt at connection, not quite connection yet, but knowing where to point the laser, right? <laughs> so that you can, you, can, you can etch your mark into the right uh, situation. So we're going to take a quick break and then we'll come back and do the last one. All right, so there are two episodes of Personality Hacker that reference a model I think about a lot to help determine creative focus as a calibrator, implementer, or visionary. Uh, the two episodes are Your Message, Your Message, your mess is your message, which they just put on YouTube as well. It was a live recording that I actually edited for them because, uh, you know, they're one of my clients and they just put it on YouTube. So you can go check that out there, too. Um, I'll link that stuff in the in the description, as well as how to be an influencer part one, which is about you and learning your identity and your learning, which is largely the inspiration for this podcast episode and the written version of this podcast, which I'll link below as well. So thinking about these terms massively helps with focus. Um, they're mostly useful if you rank them within yourself. For me, I think I'm a calibrator first as a thoughtful, experienced creator who helps people with mental reframes. Um, implementer second, I think, as someone who has no reservations around creating content and visionary third, since my vision is always emergent and always changing. So in a sense, the more that I'm calibrating, the more that I'm doing, the more my vision starts to emerge. So it's actually really important for me to just kind of keep going and keep creating and keep making things and, and figure out how to um, help other people calibrate to what their vision is, but consistently making sure that I'm stepping away from my own work so that I can continue to focus and calibrate in all of the right ways um, so that I'm not just going and going and going and missing the point of my vision. But if I create something, then I step away, then I calibrate. And as I continue to do that over and over, my vision for what I want in the future starts to emerge slowly. So uh, it's going to look differently depending on where, you know, how this ranks for you. But if you think about calibrator, implementer or visionary, you know, it helps you to think about where all of your energy is going. And all of that is likely what your focus is. So what your calibration, your implementer and visionary energy is going towards, that's your focus. And an unfocused energy entertains no one. And it's likely the wrong crowd. Um, if you're trying to, you know, blast your energy everywhere, and try to just get anyone to sign up for your thing, you know, who isn't your audience, it's just not going to be helpful, right? So Conan O'Brien wasn't the right host for The Tonight Show. Uh, expectation didn't fit with his brand of humor. And he's hilariously entertaining, one of my personal favorites. And But um, he wasn't right for The Tonight Show audience. Um, he was, he's someone that, um, yeah, I mean, he's one of my favorite uh, people, honestly. I think he's hilarious. I think he's an ENTJ, uh, in my personal opinion. 
and he just got like a very left of center kind of humor, but a humor that wasn't, it was a little bit, I think it was too, too blunt, too direct for a national audience, especially for the tonight show type of audience. So it didn't really fit. And so Jimmy Fallon took the spot and, um, he brought a different flavor and a different fit and it, and it kind of worked. So Conan went to TBS and is bracing his own, embracing his own flavor, um, instead of changing his energy, right? It's not about changing your identity because Conan O'Brien is not going to be someone other than Conan O'Brien. And if he tried to adapt who he was to the tonight show, it would not be as entertaining. It would not be as connecting. It would be a weak connection attempting to, to adapt who he is to a different kind of energy. Right. Whereas Jimmy Fallon just kind of fit right in, right. With his games, with his optimism, with the way that he plays and works. And I think ultimately now that he's done a lot more political jokes in his monologues, it sort of detracts from, his natural identity, right? And which is why I think some of his ratings are not going so well. So like, those are basically two examples of if you have an energy stick to your authentic energy, and you're aware of what that energy is, you know, not trying to do a square peg round hole situation and sort of force your energy into a different place, right? So calibrating your identity, and making sure that your purpose, and your your intentionality, and then your purpose, what you're trying to convey gets focused in the right way, that's going to lead you to the fourth one, which is connection. And, you know, for when energy is intentionally infused with your identity, with your purpose, with a focus, it then that's when it connects, right? Every successful entertainment entity entity has an identity, a purpose, a focus, and then it delivers on crossing those streams. That doesn't mean to be, you have to be comedic or wacky or big or bold or loud or go on big vacations and share the most beautiful um, vlogs and Instagrams. Like that can be your thing if that's your energy, if that connects to who you are and what you naturally want to do. But it's not required of that, right? You can, I mean, the complete opposite is people are doing ASMR and (laughs) people are naturally quieter. They've got clever, weird ideas and they're just kind of playing with that stuff, right? Sometimes the most innocuous thing can be the most entertaining because it's a connective piece. It connects to other people who are on that wavelength. I don't know what the ASMR wavelength is, but it is a wavelength and it exists, <laughs> right? So it's not about forcing yourself in there because someone who's big and loud and bombastic may not necessarily want to do ASMR videos. But if that's something that connects to sort of your energy, then like that kind of clicks and connects. It's like, it's fascinating how interesting that is. So that's number four. That's the fourth key is connection. And the connection is the culmination of the previous things. Like I said, identity, purpose, and focus and connection is that final piece. And it's funny that I say that because connection is not something I've been notoriously good at through traditional means. Like I mentioned at the top of the show, uh, emotional connection is just something I've struggled with all of my life. Um, but I've always wanted to connect to an audience through fantasies of stand-up comedy or being a lead in a play or a movie. Whenever there was, um, a play at school when I was a kid, like there was always this, this desire for me to be the lead in some sort of way. And it's, it was really frustrating to feel like I, I, I was not ever considered for it. (laughs) Um, but I, I just didn't feel like I had that emotional connective piece to be the lead, but I knew that that was my aspiration from a young age. So, you know, my personality, personality didn't seem to fit that dream, but now I see, that my form of connection is through information, 
razzing people, like being a little bit tough on them and asking tough questions. It's not necessarily about raw emotion, physical expression, or, or big behaviors. It's, um, and by being who I am intentionally being who I am and with purpose and focused that creates connection. I connect with people through this podcast, through dopamine, through cosmic calibration, um, my course that I do for INTPs with clients that I have for video work that I do and podcast work that I do. And at live events, when I go to personality hackers, profile training, there's, I've had a few people come up to me and say that like, you know, they love my podcast. They love what I've talked about. They love the episode that I was on with them. And people just, uh, appreciate when I'm bringing my authentic self, which is different than society's expectations. I'm bringing that to the table because it's connective tissue. So I'm loved for who I am. And that's because I finally figured out that to be entertaining doesn't mean I need to be something that I'm not. And that's the thing. Like you can't get to the goal of being entertaining or being connective or being successful in anything without accepting and understanding your genuine identity. Um, That means, you know, really understanding what your brain wiring is like. Um, If you go to dopamine.life, there's a Myers-Briggs course that can help you start to understand that stuff. Uh, especially with Myers-Briggs is a great start. Sometimes people go to the Enneagram. Sometimes they go to uh, some sense of spirituality. I don't know. There's ways that other people, that people can start to really understand who they are and figure out some sort of a a growth path. So, um, but for me, being in good health with uh, a sense of identity, with purpose, with focus, and trusting my ability to connect allows me to keep trying, to keep iterating, and to keep going without fear. Like I'm, I'm tired of being afraid (laughs) of what's going to be. Um, and that's part of me saying that I want to be wealthy out loud because I think sometimes when we don't say it, maybe there's like an inherent fear that we're not really realizing that we're facing that if we go towards wealth, there's going to be more difficult things to face and that's going to be troublesome, right? You know, being poor is a mentality, being broke is a state of being right. It's, it's a state of where you are at the moment. Right. And, and. I want to accept that I have a wealthy perspective and I want to become wealthy. And um, some people use a broke mentality to become wealthy and that's totally fine. That's what you need to do because being wealthy is about accumulating slowly, chipping away, collecting. And I want to be able to do that and not scale too quickly in terms of my, um, my expenditures. And I need to catch up. I've got a lot of things to do. I got to pay child support. I got to pay all sorts of things. Um, But I'm, I'm lucky to have, been a person through my career that has been willing to try and fail over and over again. Um, that, that is a big asset and skill on its own that has allowed for me to continue to develop experiential opportunities. And I know it shows in the work that I do now that there's no end to trying until I'm dead. And I hope that you can adapt a similar mindset depending on what your goals are right? If you want to live by modest means and you want to just go to have a job and get a medium sized house and have a couple kids and keep it kind of easy and easy breezy, like there's nothing wrong with that too. That's totally fine. You could do whatever works for you, right? But if you're trying to start a business and you're trying to be entertaining, you're trying to be connective, you have to understand that you are the product is usually the case for most of us that we're creating content in an attempt to connect us to our people. And for me, I'm working on needing to protect and nurture myself as an asset, as a physical human that needs to keep existing and bringing my best to the table. So that means respecting and nurturing my identity because that is the main pillar. That's the bottom. That's the base layer of everything that 
we need to build on top of ourselves. There's no way I can be entertaining if I'm not taking care of myself first because it starts with identity. So uh, I, I want to know now that we're kind of reaching the end of this, I, I want to know how do you connect with people? What is your natural energy? What's your brand of entertainment? What connects you with others? Is it someone like me who is maybe your fellow INTP and you're realizing that some of your informational connectivity is how you connect with people? Um, what's your focus? I want you to let me know in the comments below, or you can connect with me at Let's Go C-Note on all the social channels. I want to remind you that I have a messaging course that I just put out. It's absolutely free. Um, it is called Press Start on Your Brand Messaging. It's about helping people to go through this journey of understanding their path of entrepreneurship or freelancing, picking the correct path, picking your starter character then there is the opportunity to uh, understand that it's a lonely path and kind of define what lonely really means. And then we go through the drama triangle as like our big boss battle. And um, it's all Zelda theme, which is why I keep referring to boss battle and stuff like that, picking your character. It's all Zelda themed. And at the end, there is a messaging algorithm that is going to help you to determine what your message is that you can take with you on various... Um, you know, if you go to networking events and you want to have your one line message, your one sentence elevator pitch to sort of explain what it is that you do to have other people go, oh, that's interesting. And then you can keep talking <laughs> uh, that this is what this brand course is all about. And this this course is really the first step in my Brand Blaster course. It is the identity piece. So everything I talked about today, the four keys to being entertaining the identity, purpose, focus, and connection. Those are the four main pillars of the Brand Blaster course that I'm going to be, that I'm working on. But the first section, which is the free press start or new brand messaging course, that is the identity section. So that in and of itself can be enough to get you started. If you are trying to move on from a job, if you're trying to, if you're struggling with feeling like you are, you know, lacking confidence, you don't know where to go next. You're feeling anxiety around the next step. You want to go to the next level. You're kind of spinning your wheels. You're going in circles or you're feeling a sense of procrastination without assistance. Uh, all of this is really, really powerful for you to learn through identifying your brand messaging and really establish your creative identity. That's really what this course is about. So press start on your brand messaging. Go sign up for that at bit.ly slash start message. I will put that in the description as well. So with that, I appreciate you guys. Take care of yourselves and each other, and I'll catch you next time on Dopamine. See ya. Hey, you beautiful human. Thanks for listening to Dopamine and providing your support for this show. I really, really appreciate it. If you really love this show, leave a review on iTunes and Stitcher to show some love for the podcast. You can also check out cnote.media to check out my work and my courses. But um, with that, we'll catch you next time. See you guys later. This is